It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. That's great. I don't even know where you're sitting at. <laughs> Welcome to the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. <laughs> Drew Mo, Cow, Yo. Danny. Bring in the bowl. Bring in the bowl. Fuck you, Drew. Nice and early. Jesus Christ. How's everybody doing? <sighs> oh, God. Uh, good. So, so I want to jump straight into this one. Do it. Last oh, week, boy. last week, we asked people, our listeners, to send in ways to make fun of Drew for going to pay, paying a bunch of money to go see Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Did you guys get anything? No. No. I was that last week? That was like two weeks ago. Whatever. Okay, I didn't either. So I'm super disappointed. <laughs> we got literally <laughs> nothing. Uh, not as disappointed as our listeners were last week. Yeah. That's, that's our fair. Per- our performance. Now, we got to be fair. There were extenuating circumstances, which we'll get into. But uh, go ahead, Cal. I was just going to say, you know, it's it's just we're starting off with so much disappointment. But guess what will never disappoint you? Cigar noise. Cigar Wait, noise. What is cigar noise? Tell me more. <laughs> cigar <laughs> noise <laughs> will never disappoint you. Is this going to go on the whole time? I guess so. Yes. DJ wow. Drew. Cigar noise. You hear it every week. We're sponsored by them, they're awesome. You should be on there too if you're not. That's it. I mean, okay. that look, it's awesome. Get on there. Yeah. That's there's, there's nothing else to be said. And they're not getting shut down. They're not getting mm-hmm. shut down. That's true. So that's an interesting thing. Danny, last week we started talking about Facebook, but neither of these guys care at all. What are your thoughts on, on Facebook <laughs> and Instagram changing their, their policies? Well, it isn't the first time. I mean, that's for sure. But it seems to be a little more concrete this time. So, um, you know, I'm not sure how long it's going to last. I'm not sure where the loopholes are going to come into. But we hit some of the bigger bigger groups. Uh, I think Cigar Cartel, uh, obviously being the biggest one. Um, but I'm sure more to come as... You know, some guy at Facebook is sitting and that's kind of his job to comb through these cigar groups. But uh, um, I don't know. You know, I think it's a, I think it's a stupid policy. Um, it's just it, it's infringing. I mean, look, it is a it's a it's a public company, but I guess it's a you know, they can have their own standards. and whatever. But I think it's pretty dumb to kind of just censor people because they don't agree with tobacco or firearms or whatever it is what do they uh what do they get out of this is there anything is there any perk for them well no i mean except for that they can you know when it comes to advertising and or you know the groups that do use facebook that don't uh necessarily agree with tobacco use or firearms and whatever you know then they're be more apt to spend money with the with the app um, or the, their services or whatever. Um, but I don't know. I mean, that's the only thing I can I can 
So did did they get rid of firearms too? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, and alcohol. Okay. Yeah, same deal. Really, alcohol so too? I actually, I I wonder a little bit about this because it it doesn't make sense from a like you know the company wants to make money, so denying people being on there is not a good idea. Um, so one thing I do wonder about is I wonder if it's the same reason that Reddit and other groups shut down similar things. Craigslist shut down a bunch of stuff too. Um, last year, <laughs> this is going to get nerdy real quick. Last year there was a bill that changed internet protections. So going back a long ways, there's uh, in 1996 there was a bill called the Communications Decency Act. There was a section in there called Section 230 that basically made it so that if you're a platform, right, the content that your users put on the platform can't be held against you, right? You're not in charge of their content. But there was a bill last year that for it was about sex tra- trafficking that sort of eroded that section, right? So you could be in certain circumstances in charge of what your the content your users post. Hmm. So in that case, I think it's possible based on the, the ways the laws changed that if like some underage person gets cigars or tobacco or firearms through Facebook, Facebook could be held responsible. Mm. So I wonder if that's okay. actually the real deal here. Interesting. That makes makes it's not more interesting, sense. But I'm nerdy about it. No, it is interesting. No, it is. They haven't so, said that though. But. No, and I don't think they will. It the whole thing just strikes me as like a decision by lawyers, not a decision by anybody else. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, when you're a billion dollar company, that's really who's running the show. Mm-hmm. Because there's nobody more that's not that. advertising on Facebook for this, right? They're not like, oh, you have tobacco, we can't advertise there. Nobody said that. So, who knows? No. Thanks, cool. Cal. Thank you, Cal. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he wrote that long. <laughs> what do you got next, Cal? Uh, can I talk over that? <laughs> uh, so, Mo, Mo, last week, uh, one of the reasons things were a little bit weird is you had like some kind of goddamn feast being made right mm-hmm. next to your head. Washing mm-hmm. dishes. How was the food? Was it, was it worth it? Playing the food? Plates. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so last week, for people who don't know, I was uh, in Nicaragua uh, working on some stuff, uh, and it was pretty cool, man. So yeah, that's why last week was cut so short. I had to go. Was I was being uh, hosted by uh, one of the nicest guys I think I've ever met, uh, who was very hospitable down there and not going to name drop or anything. Danny knows who he is. Um, and just had a great time, man. Great, great food. Great, uh, great, great time last week. So it's cool. But anyway, I had to hurry up. I couldn't like let everybody wait for me to eat. So there's that. <laughs> well, that's awful. Thoughtful of you. Although I don't think they were going to wait anyway. Now that I think about it, <laughs> they probably didn't. Even no, they weren't. Day. No, they didn't even notice how I was going. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, it was a good time, though, man. It's cool. So, uh, I got to hang out with Skip a lot. Uh, nice. Absolute who's, class who's act. Skip? Skip? Yeah, Skip. Uh, man, hooked it up. 
hung out with him, I think, three of the four nights I was there. So it was uh, really cool, man. He was dropping a lot of knowledge. That was cool. As he does. Yeah. Got to meet Esteban. Very cool, cool cat. Yeah, man. Uh, so, Mo, for, for our listeners who don't know these folks, can you drop some last names and associations? So, Skip Martin <laughs> is the uh, obviously owner of Roma Craft. Can I get a ding? Uh, ding. There you go. And then, uh, Drew, that's the wrong time for that. One. <laughs> uh, then the uh, in Esteban. I mean, is is the correct term for Esteban uh, Vizla? Is it master? Bl- he's the master blender at Nico Sueño. Is that is that? Uh, what do you guys? Sort of. I mean, sort of. Uh, I mean, he 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 definitely runs the factory. Um, I think usually the blending is kind of held be- between him and Skip um, for the most part. But uh, yeah, he definitely he definitely runs the factory. Yeah. He's actually part owner of the factory, so. Okay. Sueño, man, it's uh, it's really cool because I, you know, I told Skip, I said, you know, there are do- like thousands of people that wish they could be there right now. I mean, Roma Craft has such like this ridiculous cult following. I mean, it's and it's been cultivated over time, man. And you guys just, you guys do such a really, really good job. And I'll tell, you know, listen, I'm going to tell listener, I'm going to tell you, Danny, to your exactly what I told Skip. I said, having Danny is, you know, only helped you guys even more. Because to me, you're the type, I mean, you're a great face for a brand. You know, your interaction with people and all of that, all of you guys are accessible to where if people pose questions or want to have discussions with you. You guys aren't like, oh, screw this guy, I'm not going to talk to him. And that goes a long way with, with consumers. And uh, that's something I greatly admire about you guys. So, uh, anyway, let me take the Roma cock out of my mouth. And uh, we could, you know. But anyway, <laughs> class act, up and down. I've said it before. I'll say it again, you know, from, uh, from the top to the bottom. So, very cool people. If anyone's wondering, the Roma cock is known as a femur. Yeah, like you don't know that cigar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was I was uh, getting uh, getting schooled in the ways of the weasel, so oh, yeah. always a good experience, man. <laughs> uh, no, that was cool. I I guess I must have missed that you were there uh, until until I heard what was going on, and then I was like, oh shit. Yeah, so some of the pictures I'm going to be posting this week uh, are from my time there this past week. Um, I didn't post anything really. I mean, these guys knew, you know, you guys knew. A couple other people knew that I was going down there. But, uh, you know, pretty pretty on the low other than that. And uh, Tyler, Tyler D. Jeffrey on Instagram came with me. And it was a great time. And he got to hang out with Skip. And, and I'm, I'm pretty sure Tyler... If if it was even remotely humanly possible, would probably carry Skip's child if he could. So, um, you know, that it looks was like he is train. Skip's child. It, you know, there is a bit of a resemblance. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. And so it's funny, man, because I'm gonna, you know, it's like you're with Tyler. Tyler is literally six foot three 
Um, and, uh, you know, the, we're going to play WWE here, and we're not going to necessarily disclose his weight, but he stands out in the crowd. I don't care where you are, <laughs> Tyler stands out. So you can imagine Tyler walking around uh, Esteli, okay? And so it was, uh, you know, people just staring at him like, what the fuck? I mean, it was it was hilarious, man. The kid's a monster. So I mean, he he stands out in just about any crowd, but yeah, Nicaragua yeah. where everyone's kind of little and brown. Uh, <laughs> he really <stands laughs> little <out>. and brown. <laughs> so I started calling him Guapo Gringo Gordo, Gordo. Nice. So uh, that's large, handsome American for those uh, <laughs> that don't outblast Espanol. But uh, it was good, man. So, anyway. God. We're going to take that button away, I swear to God. <laughs> yeah, true. We, you know, we got it. You know, it's like, it's like a rare cigar at the right time. You know? Every time. We got a new toy. Well, we got a new toy. We'll leave them for a bit. <laughs> so we had some really, we actually had some really, really damn good topics last week that we obviously didn't get to. We got a few more topics this week that are really good um, that, you know, we should probably talk about out of respect to the people that took the time to, uh, to submit them. Let's do it. It's legit. Uh, I didn't write down the ones that are held over from last week, so if you want to look those up, go for it. All right, I'm going to do that uh, right now. Sounds good. So for this week, uh, Lonsdale Cigar Co. A few different questions. Uh, first question, what is the biggest mistake that shops make with in- inventory control and ordering and that kind of thing? Um, One of you shop people is going to have to take it. The biggest mistake retailers make, can you read it again, Coster? Yeah, uh, when it comes to inventory control and ordering what they have in their humidor, that kind of thing. I, I think the biggest mistake that I've seen um, is in inventory uh, is unknown inventory. And what I mean by that is shops literally will have stuff that they don't even know they have. If you, you know, this is not, you know, your bedroom when you were a kid. And you go back to your parents' house, and oh, lo and behold, you know, you found this and you forgot you had it. Uh, you're running a business. You should probably know what you have in your store uh, because that costs you money. And all of your inventory that is sitting, not moving, um, is tied up money, right? So, uh, yeah, I, I think to me that's the biggest thing that I've seen in terms of inventory. Do they, do they some, do you see them order things not, um, that'll sit on the shelf because it's not for their, like, demographic? Oh, sure. I see a lot of that. But I'm t- no, you, I know, I'm, no, no. I'm not even talking about that. No, 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 I'm I know. I'm talking about literally, like, boxes, and you, we've all seen this. You go in, and they have boxes of stuff, and, like, you'll see it, and you're like, dude, what is that? Oh, shit, I didn't even know we had that. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. I mean, everybody, all of us that have been to shops that are not our local B&Ms have seen that, right? Yeah, it's because most of them don't use an inventory system or some type of POS. Or right. They just kind of the- order. And- <laughs> Pray to God. Yeah, order, sell it, and put the money in the register and then in the bank, and then have no idea what the fuck they're, you know, which, which is, like, is, you know, I've talked about it before, it's like that old school mentality of like, 
you need your rep to come in and let you know what it is you have and you don't, right? So <clears throat> a good traveling rep will go in, look at what's on the shelf, look at their back stock, and then be like, hey, you have this and this, you don't have this. And mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's shops that if the rep doesn't go in there and take that back stock and open it up and put it on the shelf for them, it stays in back stock, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's not a good, um, that's not a good system to have here, you know. So, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think shops that were, you know, maybe, and this could this will actually lead into our next question. Uh, but shops that will only bring in stuff that they themselves like. Right. Yeah. Instead of understanding their customer base and saying, you know what, man, this cigar fills a need in my humidor for somebody that maybe doesn't want to smoke X, Y, Z. I can get them into something like this. Now, I might not smoke it, but I know 10 guys in my shop who will. Right. And if the truth is, if any one of us is is running a shop and we want to be, you know, if we're going to be honest with ourselves, it's not going to be 100% boutique. As much as we'd like to tell ourselves that it would be, it wouldn't. Because at I the end of the day... tell myself that. But a lot of, a lot of people would. Oh, yeah. man, if I ran a sure. shop, it would be all boutique. No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. Because if you want to truly maximize your potential for success, you have to have a, a humidor that is at least representative of your, of your clientele. Now, a guy like... Uh, Costa has been able to get away with the boutique centric, almost all boutique because he literally spent months, years, whatever, like molding his clientele to, to seek those types of cigars. Right. So unless you're willing to do that, understand that you're going to need a nice mixture of stuff, not just stuff that you like. Right. Yeah, and especially if you got like two thousand facings, right. don't tell me you like every single cigar in there. Like, yeah, you, that means you just like every, you know, you don't know anything. You'll smoke anything. I think money management is another thing that like shops do not the right way, right? So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, there's some things that they get thirty day terms on, forty five day terms on, other stuff they got to pay for right away, and they're hoping that one can sell to pay for the other, and then. All of a sudden, yeah. they can't order anything, and or ordering this, and then, or they're too deep on that. It kind of goes back yep. to the inventory side. It's like if you go too deep on something or not deep enough, you either can't make money because you don't have it, or you can't make money because it's not selling, right? So it's mm-hmm. just, I don't know, man. Just it's a it's a science, and you got to work it. Yeah, I mean, and every shop's going to be different. Now, if we're looking at it from the viewpoint of the cigar company, and and, and Danny, I don't know. if what you think of this, but there are certain shops I'll go into and I'll just know that my cigars are not going to work there Sure, because I'm looking at their clientele or I'm asking the questions to understand their clientele. I'm looking at their, their, their current offering, right. Um, and what's moving, what isn't. And you can kind of get a good feel of, of how you're going to fit in all that. Right. So that's, I don't know. I look at that anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can tell what you can tell what they're doing or kind of how they order, just sure. how the organization of their inventory is now. And you should be like, man, you know, I'm going to get lost in here. Or, or you know, the, this isn't a store that kind of hand sells, right? They just hope it. Yeah. It's they they want to put it on the shelf and hope it sells itself. And those aren't really the 
you know the shops that we really look forward to getting. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna tie this into Rudy uh, Rudy Ado uh, sent us this question last year. I'm gonna tie this into his uh, boutique versus Evil Empire, right? And so I asked him. I said, Well, Rudy, who who do you consider boutique? Who's Evil Empire? He said, Well, anything under a big conglomerate, Altadis, whatever. Uh, that's going to be evil empire, quote unquote. And then like stuff like Patina, Roma Craft <coughs> Foundation, those are going to be your, your boutique, right? And he said, I, for instance, as a cigar geek, intend to smoke boutiques. Am I wrong for doing that? Do real cigar guys smoke both equally? Why does it seem like there is a line drawn in the sand between the two camps? And that is an awesome, awesome question. And because you kind of see this, this dynamic, right? that if you only smoke big brands, that you're not really a cigar guy. And that if you smoke boutiques, you're a cigar guy, right? I think that you could smoke anything and be, um, I mean, this was a really good observation by him and it's very true. But I think, I'm gonna say that I think you could smoke anything and as long as you enjoy it and, and really get into it, I mean, I don't think smoking one or the other makes you more or less of a cigar guy. But I will say that uh, boutique smokers typically tend to smoke more for flavor rather than just to smoke, which ties back to our whole people who smoke cigars versus cigar smokers dynamic that we talk about all the time. So, Yeah, I you think it also, it also ties a little bit in with kind of what you're perceiving other people as wanting you to smoke, right? There's kind of a status thing there, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people, probably more than we'd like to think, have a, a pretty strong degree of status involved in their cigar smoking, and that could be, I can I can get expensive cigars, so I have this status, right? Or it's, I know a lot about cigars, so I smoke this thing you've never heard about, and that gives me some status, right? Sure. Um, it's kind of hipster cred, right? So yeah. I think I think a lot of that is involved there, too, but I don't know, I, I think if you, if you enjoy what you're smoking, you're doing it right, and yeah. if you're... If you won't ever, ever try something because it's made by a big company or by a small company, and that's the only reason, I think that's probably a silly reason, but, you know, it's, it's your call. Yeah. And really, you're the only one missing out, because you might find something you really like out of a big company or a small company. Got to burn to learn. Burn to learn. Drewfus, what are your thoughts? That's it. That was it. All right. Shallowly deep thoughts. (laughs) Well, Daniel. Uh, yeah, whatever. No, I think there's 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 people that smoke uh, boutique cigars because it's cool right now, and they don't necessarily know what they're doing either. Yeah. Um, Just on like on the other side, like hey, I only smoke Davidoffs uh, because you know, they're the best, or I only smoke Cubans because they're the best. So I think it's kind of on both sides um, a little bit, right? Um, but, no, I, I, I don't I don't think that someone's like, hey, man, I, I really, you know, these are the cigars I like. It's really the only thing. Now, if they're not willing to try a boutique because of the, whatever their reason is, then, then, yeah, then I think that's weird. But, uh, you know, just because you don't, you know, want to smoke, I don't know, whatever, Roma, Patina, Black Label, whatever it is, mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're not a cigar smoker. Uh, sure. Just, but if, 
the fact of you not even wanting to try it, then yeah, it's kind of weird. Because I, I want to try everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm more in the boutique camp for what I mostly smoke, although I smoke all kinds of stuff. And I, I will say, you get some really weird misses with boutique cigars. Because, you know, they do hit that that wide range of flavor profiles, and sometimes you're just like, well, that's not at all the flavor profile I wanted, but it's different. Yeah. So, it's interesting. Yeah. The show. I agree. Faux show. Certainly, I think that, you know, my advice, or I guess my thought, I shouldn't say advice, but my thought is that if you're looking for a truly unique smoking experience, you're more likely to find it in the boutique stuff. Um, but that's not always the case. Uh, I remember Monte Cristo came out with this private batch. I think it was like 20, yeah. 2015 or 16. And that yeah, was a really, really good cigar. Yes, it was. Um, that was a really good cigar. So you never that know, egg, man. That egg roll thing they, they made was pretty good too. Was it? You never had one? You didn't have one? Mm-mm. Very different. For the price, they, they kind of did pretty good. Yeah, for sure. It's like what, a four dollar cigar or something. Something like that, four, four or five bucks, depending on where you are. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. There you All go. right. Speaking of food, uh, another Lonsdale Cigar Co. question: It's grilling season. Are you in Camp Brat or Camp Hot Dog? Hmm. Brat. Hot dog. Brat. Brat, baby. Very good talk. Cow? Why is that? What are you? Because it's beef. Why hot dog? Who, me? Yeah. Well, you can get beef brats. Yeah, but that's crazy. No, actually, yeah, you're right. I'd do a brat. That's true, because when I have the option to get a beef brat versus a beef hot dog, I always take the brat. That's true. Always. Yeah, 100%. Cow? Yeah. Brat? Dude, I'd get kicked out of Wisconsin if I didn't say brat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, we all agreed on something. Brat. (laughs) Look at that. We should end it right here. Yeah. All it takes is, is to offer food or children's food. Yeah. <laughs> um, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> See, you See that was yeah, yeah. Good job. <laughs> it's still natural, but. <laughs> 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 Mo, do you have others from last week? Uh, let me look. Pretty sure we do. Um, keep going, Cal. All right, so in the meantime, while we're talking about food, uh, I thought this was kind of a fun story. Uh, so you guys know those hot dog eating contests that they have at the 4th of yep. July? Yeah. The guy, the guy that wins it, Joey Chestnut, eats like 70 hot dogs. So he recently sat down for all-you-can-eat chicken wings. Guess how many chicken wings this motherfucker ate? How many chicken wings did this motherfucker eat, Joe? Well, that's, that's, you're not guessing. It's not a riddle. He probably, 250. I'm going to go with like 125. 
413. No. God, no, dang. What? What's the definition of eating it? Uh, he it, ate uh, enough of the chicken wing to count. He was there, like, literally all day. It was, like, 12 hours. That's a lot of blue cheese. <laughs> yeah. So that leads to the question I wanted to ask. How many chicken wings do you think you could eat in one day? Now 450. I mean, 10 is usually, like, my max. I've been able to do 20 in one sitting. Wings, I could probably do 20, but I'm going to be hurting. Yeah. 20's like a normal serving of wings. Yeah, that dude's shitting his brains out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 400. <laughs> 413 <laughs> chicken wings. That's stupid. I found some topics from last week here. Good. Uh... Not sure. Uh, cigar LCCJ. Bradley. Do you smoke cigars in front of your grandma? In front of your in-laws? Bradley would like us to answer that. You guys are going to have to answer that. Aww. Grandma? Uh, I believe I have. In-laws, I smoke with them, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that... Who's uh, yeah, I've spoken for my in-laws. Uh, my in-laws don't really like tobacco, so I have smoked at their house, but after everyone's gone to sleep. Yeah, that's rude. What's rude? They don't like it. You still did it at their house? Come on, man. <laughs> in their yard? <laughs> I asked if yeah, they were fine with it. No. Not like in their house. In bed with them. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Uh, I don't... <clears throat> I've never been... I wouldn't be able to have that type of relationship if I couldn't be myself around my in-laws because of whatever reason. Yeah. Um, so... Actually, I think my, my parents would be a bigger pain in the butt than my in-laws would be. <laughs> that that's how I yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you smoke around <laughs> your parents, Mo? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean. Well, I mean, at least. Yeah. It's always weird, but yeah. <laughs> it's always weird. Have they My smoked patina? Did. Have they what? Have they smoked patina? No. No. Right. My parents would go inside the house if I started smoking. Like, they hate it that much. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I've smoked around, like, outside, around my mom and all, their house. And they don't like cigars, but I'm I'm courteous, too. If I'm smoking a cigar, I'm... You know, downwind from them, or at least across the way, or whatever. That's courteous of you, Drew. I try. At least, dude, if if people are gonna hate it, why not? Don't want to make them hate it more. (laughs) (laughs) Now, do you always stay downwind of them, just in general? (laughs) (laughs) Probably should. 
Oh boy. Oh, shit. All right. What else you got from last week? Uh, well, we. We had a question that we already talked about. Sticky cutter. Uh, the what? Sticky cutter. Does who who Danny? You weren't on. What do you do for a sticky no. uh, cutter? Get another cutter. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Danny just goes into the pile of free cutters people have sent. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I'm gonna say this. Uh, this was a, a question from the Hot Ticket Podcast. We don't have to oh, answer kidding. it. But here, oh, you don't want me to say the question even? Do whatever you want to do, man. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> you know we're going we're gonna, to, uh, in the interest of uh, Corey, I love you, but I'm not going to repeat that one. Great question, though. I mean, definitely they, one worth pondering. They uh, can do it on their podcast. <laughs> yeah, that, that's... Uh, um, Talked about that. Uh, talked about that. Uh, so while Mo's looking. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. So here's one from G Fizzle. Oh no, we talked about this last week. Our post smoke routine when we get home. Yeah, we from the cigar that. shop or whatever. All right, man, we're fresh. So go ahead. Good stuff. We got uh, this one on here from. Uh... Lionsdale Cigar Co. Isn't that what it is? Oh, Lon... (laughs) My bad. (laughs) Part of my phone was in the way. (laughs) Right. That's like a cigar word, too, dude. (laughs) Well, no, half of it was cut off. (laughs) I was just... So I'll send you a Lionsdale cigar now. (laughs) King King of the Humidor. Half of it was cut off, so... I did fairly good for only seeing half the word. No, that's a ha ha ha. I couldn't get to it quick enough. He's got oh, yeah. uh, whose humidor cigar stash would you raid? Oh, that's right. Cows yeah. or Amy's from TLE? Cows. I said my oh. own. Has, has Amy has Amy posted hers? Though? I haven't seen it. Did she? She sent me some some photos or video of it. It's fucking pimp shit. Is it's it? Really- Piles of old Davidoff boxes and stuff sitting around. See, I've never seen it. So, yeah, yeah. Amy, you got to post that. Otherwise, this question doesn't doesn't work. Yes, we'll ask next week after we see it. There we go. But primarily, I just I want to take cows just because I want to be an asshole to cow. I don't want to be an asshole to her. Ah, that's a good one. Yeah. Love you too, Danny. No problem. Cow does have a man. Uh, I think that's the that, sorry. Go ahead, Drew. He does have a great bourbon stash. <clears throat> I think that's the first time I've ever heard I heard anybody say I want to be an asshole to cow. That's, I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so I'm here for stone cold, stone cold. Uh, I even like posted about your brand on fucking Instagram today, dude. Oh yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, Ladaniel, well, let's talk yeah. about. What, okay, so we we've been going hard and hard and heavy on this Red Bull ambassadorship, and <laughs> as far as I know, we haven't made much headway. Now, not at all. With that said, you went to switch it up the other day in a feeble mm-hmm. attempt to show that there are other options in the world, and you went yeah. back to Red Bull now, right? Pretty pretty quickly, yeah. Hey, okay. Lonnie New has uh, actual sponsorships, though, Danny. You might. Uh... <laughs> 
You might think about Who? that. Who? That's yeah. what he was drinking. Oh, Lonnie knew. Yeah. Um, it's just, um, so I bought like a case of them and <clears throat> started going through the different flavors and there's really only two that I could kind of uh, stand for much more than I can. So um, the next day, you know, while I was like, hey, do you want one? I'm like, no, not really. So on one hand, I was like, well, maybe this is a way for me to get off of this, you know, habit. Um, but then fairly quickly as we're driving, I start getting a headache because I haven't had caffeine and uh, I broke down pretty quick. So, yeah. and so for everyone out there, so one Red Bull apparently uh, actually blocks the tagging. Well, it, it's rumored that they block the tagging from people because they get tagged and everything. Sure. Um but then that said, it's not. I'm not really looking for. Like I wasn't drinking a lot of new to get a sponsorship. <laughs> like so, that's it was my. You know, like hey, this this seems to be healthier. Like okay, well cool. But yeah, man, fuck, I could, I just couldn't do it. So well, he's just pissed in my Cheerios. <clears throat> Wait, this is yeah. this is what you say because it didn't work, right? Yeah. Uh, what? what Red Bull? But yeah, I mean, if the sponsorship had worked, you'd have been like. Yeah, well, I'm not. I'm not giving up. I'm just, you know, I'm tempering tempering my expectations. But uh, <laughs> the, best was, the best was Daniel Lance. What he said to you? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, that was a funny conversation. I was like, dude, like, just pipe down. I, you know, I'm not. I'm not going to bed like praying that I get a sponsorship the next day so I don't have to buy Red Bull. Um, but that said, uh, I did get that nice little care package today from Drufus that will be well taken care of. Boom. You're welcome, man. Nice, nice 12-pack of Red Bulls. Uh, now, Danny, can I ask you a quick question before I forget? Now, when I used to drink Red Bull, I mm-hmm. always enjoyed the 12-ounce can more than the other sizes. I felt <laughs> like once you get into the other sizes, it's not as potent or... Maybe that's not the right word, but the, the flavor per square inch is a lot better in the 12 ounce. What, what size do you normally drink? So, yeah, if you look, I'm always posting the 12 ounce. Um, yeah. And <clears throat> the, eight ounces, the eight ounce is great. I just always want a little more, right? So what ends up happening is I end up drinking two eight ounces pretty Sorry, much back yeah, to, I used to drink pretty, an eight ounce, my bad. Yeah. Okay, so pretty much back to back, I would just drink two eight ounce can right um and that's exactly that's what's gonna happen with the one street center so i just started going i was like well fuck it let me do the 12 ounce and you know i can have one in the morning and then like one at lunch and one before i leave or one in the afternoon something like that so uh really though like price has a lot to do with it for me so and this is really deep on this conversation but you know if there's if they're two for four, or two for five, or three <laughs> by two. You know, I'm always like, all right, fuck it. I'll do the eight ounce. So you know, there's a science behind which can I buy, but if all's the same, I do the twelve ounce. Yeah. But you don't. You don't go like buy it in bulk, do you? I do. Uh, oh, you do. Okay. So, so when I buy it in bulk from Sam's or not Sam's, Costco, uh, it it's going to be the eight ounce because that's what they have. So I like that. Mm, gotcha. uh, that said, like I was saying today, I had like. I don't know, ten or twelve thousand Seven Eleven points, um, and with your Seven Eleven points, you can buy.
buy 12 ounce cans of Red Bull. So I did a bunch of those today. Nice. Yeah, it's it's a problem. So it's not just a Facebook picture thing. <laughs> it's it's a legit problem. Have you considered a Seven Eleven sponsorship? Yeah, maybe you're uh, barking up the wrong tree there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, but I, no, I don't drink Slurpees and stuff. And I know that they would make me do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, Slurpees with a cigar is pretty good. Yeah, Dr. Pepper. Mm. Dr. Pepper Slurpee? Oh, yeah. Drew and I used to do that all the time. That's good stuff. I'll have to try that out. Well, it's funny. I'm looking at my 7-Eleven app this morning, and I'm actually one Slurpee away from getting a free Slurpee. So I may just do that tomorrow. (laughs) Sounds awesome. Teeth thoughts with... We have come and go here, so they have Dr. Pepper slushies. I've seen that. All right. All right. There you go. So uh, the Nicaraguan Cigar Festival seems to be back on schedule. Uh, as they took, they were not, it did not happen this year in 2019, but it looks like it's going to be back in 2020. Mm-hmm. Anybody? You guys excited? Anybody excited? Nobody care? You guys not go? Never yeah, been. I haven't, I haven't been to one. Oh, okay. I haven't been, but I'd like to go. I've watched the videos, and it looks friggin' cool. Yeah. Have you come? I, I went last year in 2018, um, <clears throat> and I had tickets to the stuff, but I really only did the... Uh, I did the Hoya dinner and the Jura State dinner. I didn't do the tours of the factory because um, I just, I was at Nico Sueño and I got, you know, the other, the insider's tour, right? So like I went to Jura State just us with Henry and um, went to Black Label and just hung out there. We went over here, you know, we went to uh, to Oliva and, and got the tour there from with, with Gus. So we did it. I did a different thing, but the dinners were pretty crazy dope, you know. So it's definitely worth it if you can get the time and, and the tickets and stuff. When yeah. is it, Danny? It's going to be January 22nd. Yeah, to the 25th. Yeah. Yeah. So it is. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know if I'll get out this year or not. I hope so. But some year, definitely for sure. Kyle, if you if you're willing to go, I'll go. All right, I I got to run it by the lady in charge, so we'll see how that goes. They'll talk to your mom and get back. Though. <laughs> uh, it's actually your mom, so. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Should be the end of the show, right? <laughs> oh man! Wow, that was good. Well, here I was, sticking up for Kyle when Danny took his shot. I take that shit back. (laughs) I'm full of methane, Kyle. That's true. (laughs) Gotta bring that bowl. What else we got? Uh, One interesting thing, Cigars for Warriors hit a milestone of sending one million cigars to soldiers. Nice. That was cool. 
That's awesome. So, yeah. If you guys, anybody out there has unwanted cigars, send them out to the soldiers with Cigars for Warriors. They could certainly use your donation. Maybe even cigars you actually do want. Don't just ship all the ones you don't want. Yeah, it doesn't have to be garbage or anything. Yeah, it won't. I'll tell you what, I got some really good cigars that just don't fit my palate anymore, but there are a lot of people that would love to smoke them. Yep. Yep. I've done events where guys will buy like a bundle or a box or whatever right there, like an additional one to what they're doing, and then just donate the box right there to Cigar for Warriors for, for like to raffle tickets. I'm like, holy hell, like that's, that's pretty dope. That's cool as hell. Yeah. I've seen them where like they'll give the free cigar, you know, the guys, the guys will give the free cigar or, or whatever, but to just buy a box on purpose to give, like, man, that's pretty, that's pretty amazing. Uh, that's yeah. super cool. The generosity in the cigar community never ceases to amaze me. Mm-hmm. It's really a, a, a remarkable thing. No doubt. And we are lucky to to be a part of that uh, in in all capacities, I guess. But, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, we'll we'll poke fun at certain behaviors and things like that that we see. But the truth of the matter is, by and large, to be able to go into any cigar shop across the country and sit down, light up a cigar and instantly make friends uh, is pretty special. And that says a lot about the people that, that do smoke cigars and go, you know, hang out at lounges and stuff like that. It's really, really cool, man. So, yep. no, no, no doubt. Any, any hobby like it? No. I mean, sure, there are car clubs or whatever that'll bring people together or wine clubs or, you know, whatever that, that might. But there's something special about cigars, man. There really just Those is. Clubs like that usually turn into a little bit of competition, though, too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. they're, they're usually a little more competitive than, like, <clears throat> like, hey, I got this. I got these cigars. Here, you should have one. Here, you should have one. It's like, it's it's harder yeah. to do that in a, in a car club. But like, yeah. if, if guys that hook up their cars, a lot of times they don't like to say where they got something done or whatever because they want that. Mm-hmm. You know, they they really want to be the only one with it. So, <clears throat> or or you know, really anything like that. Um, but yeah, in the cigar industry, it's like I want to be the guy that gave you that cigar, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, sure. So. Yeah, there's a reason that this weaseling thing works, right? It's because people are generous. Otherwise, you just say <laughs> to people. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's not like you need the jaws of life to get a cigar from somebody. You know what I mean? It's like you just, you know, it's, you it's to, just. You got to be really cool or really annoying. Either way, you can get a free cigar. <laughs> That's right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a chance. <laughs> That's good stuff. Uh, yeah, that's that's funny. So I saw Ed Reed got inducted into the NFL Hall of Fame, right? Yeah. Ed Reed was a safety for the Baltimore Ravens. Now he's coming out with a cigar, isn't he? I so read that last, somewhere. Uh, I, that's what I had heard, and then the last thing I saw is it's not. It's going to be. A, he's doing something different. I think a store or something. So I, I don't know. I think the I think it all changed for him somehow. So. I, it's funny, I, I haven't found anything new on it, but I was talking to somebody and they were like, no, I think he's changed his mind from coming out with his own cigar. Um, I don't know, he may have looked at some of the <clears throat> current NFL, NBA, P 
people that are doing their own thing and like, ah, I don't know. So I'd be, I'd be interested to kind of get the follow up on that. I, I, I think it's changed. I, I will say this, um, you know, when people realize how much work it is, uh, you know, you can put your name on something all day, but ultimately it's a, it, it's a personal relationship business, right? Mm-hmm. But it's very interesting to me. And we talk about reps, we talk about cigar brands of people getting out there and doing stuff. And, you know, even like with repping, right, you see a lot of guys like, oh, man, that'd be an awesome job. You do this, you do that, and then they go do it and they last like a month. You know, and yes, being able to go to cigar shops is cool and hang out and smoke and talk. But ultimately, it's still a job. It's still you're trying to make a living. And it's and it's not always easy. It's pretty difficult, actually, uh, especially if you have like a smaller brand. So, um, you know, a lot of guys just, you know, they see that and they're like, man, I'm not sure if I want to do that. And also, I'm not saying that that's why he didn't want to do it. But now here's my question for you guys. Does celebrity, the being a celebrity, work against you if you're starting a brand, or if a celebrity is like pushing your cigar, or there's a celebrity that smokes your cigar or brand? Does that hurt your image, or does it enhance it, or no effect? That's a big ass question. Um, (laughs) I think. It depends, right? So if you're a celebrity that's willing to pound the pavement and visit shops and store owners, and mm-hmm. um, which most of them, 99 or 100% of them, aren't willing to do that, right. then I don't think it's gonna, I think it could hurt you um, because not, you know, everyone <clears throat> that really cares is going to think that you just threw money at the cigar company to get a cigar made. That's all you did because you're a celebrity. You didn't put the work into it. But if they see you pounding the pavement and talking about, you know, your process and yeah, I just happen to be in movies for a better part of my career. Or I've, I've, I was a mm-hmm. professional athlete for, for however many years, but this is what I do now. And you're legit. I think it could totally skyrocket you into something new. Right. Absolutely. We haven't seen that. And I really doubt we're ever going to see that. Um, um, now, a celebrity smoking your cigar, uh, depending on the depending on the celebrity and you know, kind of the you know where he was smoking it, right? Um, mm-hmm. Or she, uh, or she, or yeah, she. Um, you know, if if it if they can tell that you know somebody just handed them this cigar and right. it doesn't really, you know, it's to, it's totally canoeing or something. <laughs> that obviously could hurt you, but you know uh, if they're if they post a picture of like their personal humidor, and all of a sudden there's mm-hmm. like five patinas on the top. You know, mm-hmm. it's like holy hell! Like look at that, you know. So. Yeah, or, yeah. There, there's you, a, you remember when the perceived when, as genuine when the Patriots won the Super Bowl? You guys remember what cigar they smoked? Yeah, smell? that Padron. Yeah, see, it works yeah. somehow. Well, I'll say this, man. If it's perceived as being genuine, I think it helps. But it, I, I sure. think the biggest problem that consumers have with it when they see that stuff is uh, they don't perceive it to be genuine. That it's kind of like, uh, what's the word, I'm, the term I'm looking for? It's uh, staged. 
right? Right. Exactly. Yeah, they were paid or yeah. given it or whatever. Yep. Yeah. So it's an interesting dynamic in that sense. But it's funny because I've had this conversation with people uh, throughout the, and, you know, people that are involved in the cigar community and people who aren't. It's like, uh, you know, one thing I was like, oh, you should find somebody to like, you know, that has a lot of followers or, or uh, is famous to smoke your cigar. And I told them, I said, actually, the cigar world is one of those places where that probably doesn't help you and might actually work against you. Because yeah. there is this, this aspect of the cigar community where they want the genuine article. They want uh, and they expect uh, authenticity, right? So uh, I think a lot of times that could be perceived as not being authentic. Mm-hmm. For sure. Exactly. Uh, Cal? What else you got? Last thing on my list is Deep Thoughts with Drew. That's not on your list. It is on my list. <laughs> Come on, we Drew's had a lot of Deep Thoughts with Mo just now. It's not on your list. Well, well Drew, here, here's, all right, I'm going to set you up here, okay? Tell us what preparation since the time you announced your meeting with Arnold Nothing. to now. What? what? <laughs> actually, days away, bud. Actually, you know what I did? Okay. I've got two patinas and a couple of Cubans in a bag ready to roll. Oh, my man. In a bag? Come well, they're on, inside my man. humidor. Come on. No, get them. You just go spring for a little five, five cigar travel case. They're just stuck in my humidor at the moment, but they're together is what I'm saying. Oh. No, he means give it to Arnold and not a bag. Yeah, I get right? that. Okay. That's good. That's it. That's all I've done. So okay, what's your so opening be, line? Yeah. Do what? What's your opening line? I don't know. I haven't done any. There's zero prep. You just got to wing come it. Come on, dude. Like when you're podcast. driving to work or driving from work, come on. You're, play, you're, you're playing the scenario in your head. We know you are. Just what comes to your head? No, you're I really haven't. You're idle. Because you know it's literally going to be snap a photo and move on. That's all it's going to be. So. I mean, it is if you don't catch his interest. Yeah. Well, hopefully Patina does it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you might want to go with Roma Crab. But here's my thing. Let me, now, let me say, okay, so forget the talking part. Have you decided on your wardrobe? Oh, I'm going Sultan's shirt, man. Okay, Sultan's shirt. Yeah. What else? Well, I mean, that's, that's about it that will be in the picture. So. Are you going You're shoes, cowboy boots, pants. workout shoes? <laughs> <laughs> She didn't go commando to try to relate to him. Gym, gym shorts and cowboy boots. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, the the only thing that's that's uh, determining that is that I'm going to pack a backpack and throw it on the airplane to roll, so I don't have to check anything. So it's going to be the tennis shoes on my feet and the pair of pants that I wear and a Sultan shirt. Okay. So hold on a second. I think you wear the Sultan shirt. You throw on a leather jacket. <laughs> so I have to go buy a leather jacket, yeah, and, it, well, and it's like be, ninety degrees safe. outside. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, you know, do that far enough in now. Yeah, I mean, what's <laughs> another couple hundred bucks? <laughs> but you know, you should really get into this. You should, you should go with the Terminator look. At first, I was, you know, not Conan or anything like that, but not kindergarten <laughs> cop either. I'm talking Terminator look. Terminator look, huh? 
no, you know how many yeah. dudes are going to be wearing, doing that? And, they, and they're all going to be like these 45-year-old fat dudes that think they look just like him. Oh, yeah. With their glasses and their hair spiked up and terrible accents and <laughs> fake cigars. Just fucking... <laughs> okay. Know. All right, that brings me to something. At what age... At what age... And Danny, you're... <laughs> this is kind of... <laughs> This is perfect for you because I know you're a Jersey guy. Not from New Jersey, but a jer- like a sports team jersey. Is oh, there an okay. age where it is no longer appropriate to wear a, a sports jersey if you're not going to the game? Like, at what age, or does it ever, like if you're going to the grocery store and you're rocking, you know, uh, you know, I don't know, whatever, whoever's jersey it might be. Okay, an Ed Reed jersey, right? Uh, you're rocking a jersey, and it, you're not going to a game. You're just going out with your buddies, or you're hanging out at. At what age is that no longer appropriate, or is 18? it always appropriate? Why would you do that? Yeah, uh, like once, once you're out of high school, once you're out of high school, I think you're done. Yeah, if you're not going to a game, it ain't cool. Now, what if you're going but, to a, a bar to watch the, like uh, a World Series game? Or yeah, a Super Bowl yeah, I think that's, that's your squad. That's if good. You're going to the game. If you're going to a sports bar to watch whatever it is that's perfectly acceptable, a party, if okay. your fantasy football draft, uh, whatever. But if you're if you're going to like dinner with you know if you're just family or yeah yeah if you're just wearing it out. Okay, so you guys are saying high school. No age is appropriate for that. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah, I would have said middle school. But same yeah. idea. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Unless it... I don't even know where you're sitting at. It's <laughs> <laughs> so pretty similar to age to when you would have thought that was funny. <laughs> Next week, fart noises. <laughs> No, no <laughs> fart noises. We got anything else, Cal? I I still have deep thoughts of Drew. That's it. We didn't do it. That was it. Well, that's all I got. Next week. That was it. Yeah. As deep as you're gonna get. Oh man. Appreciate as you guys. As deep as he'll ever get. Yeah. <laughs> Brinks. all right we'll do it again next week all right boys see you guys hey guys thank you for listening to the salt and smoke cigar cast be sure to check us out on all the social media platforms facebook instagram twitter Uh, email us either about the podcast or about our cigar line at the salt and smoke at gmail.com also, uh, if you want any salt and smoke gear, please get onto our website and to our online store. We have shirts and hats. If you're looking for anything else, please let us know and we'll get it up there for you. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week.